This is the 77 WABC minicast. Thank you, Larry Kudlow. Have a great weekend. And you're going to be Thank on you, every Saturday. Your, your, your picture is in the New York Post tomorrow, every Saturday between 10 o'clock and 1 o'clock. And thank Thanks you. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. The Cats Roundtable. With us today is Robert Unanaway. He's the CEO of Goya Foods, a truly international food company. So many effects have been the cost of food, the cost of shipping. And I don't know anybody better that can give me some Real answers. Bob, you're away. Good to hear from you. What's going on in food? Because prices are not going down. I've been telling people that uh, food executives are not sure which way interest rates are going, which way the, the world is going, which way the, the Red Sea is going, which way the Suez Canal. You tell us. Well, John, uh, thanks for having me again. You know, what's happening in agriculture and food around the world is there's many reasons. One is in the United States, we're losing four to 5,000 acres per day to development or incentives for farmers to take good fertile land and put solar panels and things like that over their land. Instead of on areas where it's not farmed, they can make more money by getting incentives for green energy than they can by farming. And this war in fossil fuel has affected affected everything to do with food. Then you have the war in Ukraine. Ukraine and Russia had 50% of the world fertilizer, 2.5 million acres of sunflower for oil. In the United States, our, kind of our war with Europe, back in the day, President Trump put 25% taxes on olive oil from Spain, on different products. But besides that, the droughts, fires, and then floods have had an effect on crop production around the world. Today, we're seeing shortages in products like tomato, sugar, the other items. Olive oil is down besides these tariffs. They're also down in production because of droughts. Rice is also down. You have the biggest exporter in the world of rice, India, is not exporting because they have their elections. So then you have transportation because of the unrest the Suez Canal, people have to go around the Horn of Africa. During COVID, freights went up tenfold. The freight companies, you know, made a lot of money because these freight rates went up 10 times. Now they're back down to about double or maybe three times. A container from Thailand of coconut water would cost $1,800. It went up to 18000 Now it's around between 3000 and 4000 a container. So all these factors and more, you know, we're putting more land to use for this green energy, which I think, it, you know, you go to Palm Springs in California, they have miles and miles of dead windmills, and you can't get rid of them. They're an ecological hazard. Probably one of the best and cleanest energies is, nu- is nuclear. But we need fossil fuel. Gasoline and diesel and other products is only a fraction of the many, many products that come out of uh, our fossil fuels. I understand yep. also that the Panama Canal has had problems. The Panama Canal has a big problem with fresh water. They lift the boats, there's 10 feet of difference between the Pacific and the Atlantic. So as they go through Panama and the Panama Canal, they need fresh water to lift the boats in the locks. They don't have the water. You know, we have an issue with our water table around the world that also affects crops. So droughts, and then we have fires, and we have too much rain in certain areas. 
in a way, we are largely responsible for this. One is our war on fossil fuels in the United States. The other is the weakness around the globe, the pulling out of Afghanistan, the war within Ukraine. All these things, we are looking weaker and weaker every day. They're taking advantage of us. North Korea, Russia, China. We are in very difficult times, and our leadership has to change. This is a complete disaster. It's affecting every part of our lives, from food to all types of inflation. And, Bob, you know, the other thing is what I've been telling people, that the food executives are nervous about reducing prices because of the fact that different uh, problems arise every day. I mean, have you seen that in your business? Sure. Here's the thing. You know, prices went up mainly because of transportation, but also, uh, again, all these shortages of land. There's more people on the planet. There's, we're taking away land every day. And so the food product, and then shortages, again, tomato, rice, sugar, because food increases, but what increased much more significantly was transportation, supply chain. Now that went up tenfold, it came down, but it's, it's back up to about two to three times where it was. So yes, okay, you know, let's say the transportation came down, people were forced to go up when the transportation was tenfold, come back down, but then food is increasing at the same time. We're in this for the long haul. Again, more land put to development and green energy, which is in, in areas where we have good farmland, it's not profitable for the farmer to make pennies on, on his land when they can get dollars for taking their land and putting it in green energy, solar panels and the like. It's destroying our economy is destroying this world. We cannot just change overnight and expect everything to be fine. We need better stability in the world. And I think if we have better stability and not all the wars that are going on right now between Hamas and the Houthis and, and now ISIS and, and Al-Qaeda is active again, when you have a stable world, I think food prices will stabilize at that point. I believe everybody's waiting to see what happens in November to try to have a stable world. Yes, that stability absolutely is is in the leadership. We're showing so much weakness. You know, we had Iran, for example, who's developing the nuclear weapon, and they were broke. President Trump had them back down, and they were ready to call uncle. Then we come in. We have incredible weakness. We throw them all this money, and with the money we're throwing them, they're killing Jews, they're killing our people. They're, it's evil, and the only way to battle that is with strength and, of course, to, to love our neighbor. If you don't have a strong world, a strong country, we're not going to be able to be there to help anybody, not even ourselves. Now, uh, Bob, Bobby Nanaway, there was another controversy in our uh, studio last week. The controversy was olive oil. A lot of facts are coming through that a lot of olive oil sold in the United States is not 100% olive oil and, and people are buying mislabeled or whatever, and people are concerned. What say you, Robert Yunanowet? Well, you know, it's, it's not all extra, it's not all olive oil unless it's extra virgin. The uh, marketing people in Spain said, oh, you can use the word pure. If it says pure oil, it can have 5% olive oil, 10%, 15%, but it's a blend of different vegetable oils, whether it's cottonseed, soy, sunflower seed, and other types of vegetable oils. Now, olive oil is the highest in monounsaturated fat, 
It's got it's anti-inflammatory and it's it's very healthy. The vegetable oils are higher in the, the polyunsaturated fats and they're inflammatory. But again, a couple reasons that you're probably seeing this is the high high cost of olive oil. We have tariffs in the United States of 25% put on olive oil coming in from Spain and another country, well, mainly Spain, because of the battle with Boeing and, and all this other stuff uh, that we had a few years ago. But the olive oil is very expensive. It, we've had short crops. Again, if it's called pure, it just cheapens the product. It's just too expensive. And unless, again, unless it says extra virgin olive oil is not 100%, it's very difficult to determine if a product, what percentage it has of olive oil and the like. So you really have to go with like you're saying, with the brand that, you know, if it says extra virgin olive oil and it's a brand you trust, then it's, it's going to be 100% olive oil. Robert Unanaway, thank you. Keep making great products. And uh, thank you so much, and we'll catch up again real soon. We love you all, and God bless, and uh, the best. Take care. Thank you.